Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's... When you were little, did you have a superhero or shero, or did you want to be one? I guess for many of us, depending on your age, it was Superman. Then as the years went by, it was Wonder Woman. Like any other kid, I loved superheroes too. But do you realize that you are a supernatural hero, shero, who can make a difference on the small stage or on the world stage? Yes, you can make a difference through prayer and fasting. Fasting and prayer can change your life and can change the lives of people anywhere in the world. I believe this because of the supernatural superheroes in God's Word who fasted, prayed, and changed the outcome of history for nations. But I have also heard of modern-day accounts of how a prayer warrior changed things through their fasting and prayer and delivered a nation. Let's explore this today. My name is Stephanie Wright. Let's talk about you, the superhero, shero, prayer warrior. Years ago, I read a book entitled God's Chosen Fast by Arthur Wallace. I cannot cite to the exact page in the book, but somewhere he tells of a modern-day case where a person went on a fast in prayer for deliverance of an entire nation. The nation was delivered from whatever the oppression was the focus of that person's prayer. That modern-day account of deliverance for a nation through one person's prayer has stayed with me all these years. Why am I talking to you about this? Because we need to know that we have the same power through prayer and fasting to change not only our life's situations, but we can change the world. Perhaps fasting and praying to change the world is not on your list of supernatural, superhero things to do. But you should know you do have the power to do so if that is what God tells you to fast and pray about. But for now, let's visit and revisit a Bible hero, a shero, and a king who changed the world through prayer and fasting. We will start with one of the most famous Bible heroes known by most everyone, Moses. Moses loved his people, the Israelites. In fact, he murdered an Egyptian he saw striking an Israelite, which led him to flee from Egypt into the wilderness. Exodus chapter 2, verses 11 through 15. But this is the part we want to discuss. Moses and his 40-day fast. Now, I always thought Moses fasted two 40-day fasts. My most recent research shows he fasted three 40-day fasts. Before I break this down, let me say these were supernatural fasts. It was a supernatural fast because it takes God to sustain a person through this kind of fast. Otherwise, they would die. Always remember to fast wisely with direction from your health care provider. Here briefly is how Moses' fasts transpired according to my resource. Deuteronomy 9 verse 9 and Exodus 24 verse 18 chronicle the first 40-day fast where Moses received the Ten Commandments and specifically states he neither ate bread nor drank water. 
And then at the end of this 40 days, he was told by God, the people had started worshiping a golden idol and God said he was going to destroy the people. Moses descended to find this was true and ended up breaking the Ten Commandments. Deuteronomy chapter 9 verses 12 through 17. Moses then ascended back to Mount Sinai and began his second 40-day fast, no food nor water, to atone for the sins of the people. Exodus chapter 32 verses 30 and 31 and Deuteronomy chapter 9 verse 18. And Moses descended from Mount Sinai after his second 40-day fast to cut another set of two tablets of stone for the second set of Ten Commandments. Then he went back to the top of the mountain and started his third 40-day fast. Deuteronomy chapter 10 verses 1 through 5, Exodus chapter 34 verses 1 and 2, and Exodus chapter 34 verse 28. Clearly, this was a supernatural fast because after this third fast, Moses had to cover his face because it shined so brightly the people were afraid to come near him. Exodus 34 verses 29 and 30. So we have one man, Moses, who fasted and prayed for the people of Israel that God would not destroy them. It only took one man. So do not ever feel that your fasting and prayer is in vain because you may be that one person who can make a difference in your world or in the world. And lest we think that God only acknowledged the fasting and prayers of those who are living righteously, let me point out a king who was a heathen. Yet because he called for a fast and repentance, he saved his nation. This was the king of Nineveh. Yes, I reluctantly point to someone who was not a God lover to make a point. Anyway, you know the story. If not, read the book of Jonah. It is a very short four chapters. Briefly, Jonah was told by God to go to Nineveh to warn them of their destruction. But he tried to get out of going to Nineveh because he hated the Ninevites and didn't want them to be delivered. So, Jonah got on a ship going in an entirely different direction. God ended up having Jonah thrown overboard, and after his three days in the belly of a whale experience, he relented and went to Nineveh to warn them of their destruction. The people who heard Jonah believed and fasted and put on sackcloth from the least person to the greatest person. Jonah chapter 3 verse 5. Then the king of Nineveh, who was no fool, he was a heathen, but he was no fool, he also believed. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Psalm 14 verse 1. He pulled off his kingly apparel, put the people and the animals on a no food, no water fast. This heathen king also said man and beast were to be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God, turn from their evil way and from the violence that was in their hands. God heard and saw and repented of the destruction he was going to do to them. Jonah chapter 3 verses 6 through 10. Again, one man, a king, turned around the destruction that was imminent and saved his nation. Finally, 
we will briefly revisit Queen Esther. We have a whole podcast series on Queen Esther, and for such a time as this is the number one podcast that has been listened to since we started podcasting last year on June 20th, 2020. This queen put all the Jews in 127 provinces that extended from India to Ethiopia, a distance of 2,700 miles in Persia, on a three-day, no food, no water fast. Esther chapter 4, verse 16. Consequently, the Jews of Persia were delivered from annihilation by a wicked man named Haman. Now, as I always remind my listeners, the first fast was initiated by Queen Esther's cousin and surrogate father, Mordecai, Esther 4, verse 13. So all the people fasted before Queen Esther called for the three-day fast. Nevertheless, the queen's three-day fast was the proverbial nail in the devil's coffin, the devil being manifested in the form of Haman, who was hung on the same gallows he built to kill Mordecai. Esther chapter 7, verses 7 through 10. Again, one person, a queen in this case, saved a nation. And of course, we recently finished the podcast on Elijah, one man who fasted 40 days and nights, and that fast eventually led to the destruction of an evil king and queen, Ahab and Jezebel. We will tell you how to access all these podcasts at the end of this presentation. We review these Bible accounts so you can know that you have the power to fast and pray to change your world and the world. There was a time when I remember consistent fasting in the church and shut-ins. A shut-in is where the entire church comes together for a period of days, usually one to three, but sometimes longer, and fasts and prays. The results of these shut-ins with prayer and fasting is spiritually overwhelming. The move of God on the Sunday after a shut-in is beyond description. You have to experience it yourself. We close with remembering how Jesus fasted and prayed for us after he was led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit, Matthew chapter 4. Jesus fasted and prayed so others could be delivered from sin, sickness, and spiritual death, and to destroy the works of the devil. He fasted and prayed so we would know that we too, through the Holy Ghost, have the same power to continue his work in the earth. Jesus prayed and fasted for us. For whom are we praying and fasting? Are we fasting and praying for the world? Closer to home, what about that person who is suffering a debilitating physical condition? That family member, that elderly church mother, deacon, or pastor who prayed and fasted for you? Listen, when you see others suffering and God has told you to fast and pray for them and you don't do it, first of all, that's disobedience. And disobedience is not a good thing. Because second of all, do you really think that if the devil afflicted that precious soul that he isn't coming for you? 
It's time to stand up and be the superhero and super shero that Jesus, through the power of the Holy Ghost, called us to be. You may feel that your prayers and fasting are like dropping a teaspoon of water in an ocean. But remember, Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, and forever. He is no respecter of persons. So you are no less important than the Bible personalities we discussed today who saved a nation. So superheroes and sheroes, put on your capes. No, put on your armor and let's get to work. Now, let's listen as Apostle Charles tells us how to access the referenced materials in this podcast and how you can contact us. God bless you. If you have an experience that you would like to share or you want to contact us, or comment on this podcast, please visit us on Facebook at CGM Podcast International. Our handle, the symbol at CG Missions, can be used to reach us on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Again, that is the symbol at CG Missions for Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Also, you can go to our website to access all episodes by category, which is cgmissions.com forward slash podcast. This is Apostle Charles. Until next time, Charles George Missions Incorporated is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Thank you.